Hello, loves. Welcome back. I am here with Connie. Hi, We're everyone. We're like bright, colorful today. I know. And we are ready for spring. We really. are so ready for spring. So um, we are going to talk today about the top five reasons women want to stay single, which yeah. I think is such a good subject. We are always reading books and topics of things to talk about and to just be knowledgeable. So this actual study came from Frontiers in Psychology. So yeah. psychologists have done a study on this to try and figure out why women, the top five facts of why they stay single. So they surveyed all of these people. I have no idea how many because it doesn't say in this article. But it basically says that these are the top five reasons. And just before we jump into this, before men, you click off. This, this podcast, it's actually for you too, because yes. this will give you more of a reason of why maybe women are distant or why they're not welcome to maybe totally dating you out and about. So just giving that heads up in case you men think, all right, this is a women's podcast, I'm jumping off. It's not. It's going to tie back to you. So. Yes. Very good point, Connie. Way to rein them back in. I love it. <laughs> so the one of the reasons, I don't know if this is ranked in order, I guess I would, because this is 91.5% of women say that I am not good at flirting. Yeah. Which I actually was kind of surprised by that one. I was actually too. But, I mean, that makes all the sense in the world because how many times, like, men are afraid to either go up to a woman because they don't want to be shut down. And then at the end of the day, if women are also not good at flirting and they stink at flirting, well, then no wonder why going up to somebody in a random place hardly ever works out because if women are nervous about that, they're going to put off this, like, do not talk to me kind of vibe, which then a a man's not going to continue to approach. So we're going to dive into each one of these. Should we go one by one or should we just, okay. Let's do one by one and then we'll also, I mean, this is why you do hire a matchmaker because these are some top fears or why they want to stay single that if you were with a matchmaker or had a matchmaker, guess what? We can teach you how to flirt. And as ridiculous as it sounds, yes, we can teach you how to flirt because we see it every single day. Right. And flirting is part of an energy as well. So you have to be in the right mindset to be able to flirt. And I always say, men often think Anytime you're confident that you're flirting, I mean, there'll be times where they'll be like, oh, they were flirting with me. And I'm like, no, they weren't. They were just being a very confident girl who is out there and being confident. So I honestly think flirting isn't that hard just because all you have to do is act confident in what you're saying too. (laughs) Right. And part of also flirting is getting yourself out of the professional world that we're all so used to. Which is, you know, thinking more logically and not thinking more just emotionally with our energy. And I think, I always tell everybody, even when we introduce people and they have to do long distance and they do a phone call first, it sounds really silly. But get yourself somewhat, if you know it's not a video, obviously you don't have to get totally dolled up. But maybe it's like your sexy workout clothes or like one of like, whatever it is that makes you feel your best in that regards that you're going to put your flirty side forward putting on perfume putting on cologne like the things the pheromones that attract people in that way it's amazing how I mean I say this all the time but a a man in a good cologne (laughs) it's good you know that's Uh, a nice uh, weak spot same thing I mean men will say the same thing like when a woman has a really amazing perfume on you know it's just also that attraction right there out of the gate that's like the first thing to do to 
flirt, you know? And when you feel a little sexy, you're going to act that little bit sexy, I feel like, when it comes to flirting. Instead of, like, you know, if you're dressed just... I don't know, very professionally, I feel like you're going to keep that professional head on. Or even if you meet someone at work, you're going to continue to act, you know, shake hands instead of give a friendly hug. It's like little things. If you feel that you suck at dating or not good at, is what the statistic says, then, you know, give yourself those indicators. Like Renee said, put on a perfume. Like, do things that will make you feel like you are flirting already, not out of your mouth and in kind of your gestures or what you're wearing too. Right. And we also do say, obviously, flirt with intention. Don't be flirty because at the end of the day, that just is a recipe for disaster if you are just flirting with everybody because we all know what that leads to and then you're getting a reputation. So at the end of the day, it's one of those things and maybe that's why women say they're not good at flirting because they're just watching people that aren't good at it. I don't know. Or they just have uh, fear of, of that being their challenge. So. Which we did another podcast well, do it about with this. everyone, <laughs> right? Exactly. So I guess I could relate to that a little bit in the regards of you know they they don't they don't know how to show somebody that they're interested, and yeah. I think for women particularly, obviously we're women, obviously we interview for this all day long. It feels like, um, but they need to really put their boss hat, their business suit. And come into it with, I always say, like, girls wear dresses, don't wear your suit pants, because men want to define the difference between male pants and, like, women's pants. You know what I mean? Like, they want to have, they definitely want to have a woman that's feminine and flirty and a dress and, like, it's something like that. So it's really, really important that you uh, go into your, put on your flirt, flirty hat when yes. you're going out and on a date. You, you feel that way. If you don't feel that way... You're definitely not going to come across flirty. Like, you know, if you feel in the your worst clothes, you hate your clothes, and you're going to go try flirt, the whole time in your mind you're just going to think, I don't look good, I don't like the outfit I'm wearing. So switch it up and put your best foot forward, and then you'll soon be able to flirt at ease. I Absolutely, guess. I totally agree. <laughs> All right, so the next one that came up on this study was, I want to be free and do whatever I want. This was 89.3% of so, women. This is... Oh, but, single. Yes, and this is often from being burnt, like some past yes. thing that has made them feel locked down. Uh, we talk about this over and over again. You need your relationship with your person, but you also need to be independent too. You need to continue doing you as well, obviously to some degree, you know, but you can't give up everything a lot of people give up everything and don't aren't even themselves anymore in long-term relationships or marriages and that is probably majority of the statistic here so it's 89.3 percent and that means that they've kind of been stuck or contained or maybe haven't done things on their own or given up everything just to be in a relationship and so there's a lot of scarring behind this percentage I feel like I agree Mm -hmm. I mean there's so much you know you go out with your girlfriends I think The one thing that makes women so beautiful is that they can emotionally connect on a different level than most men because God made us to be nurturing and loving and sweet and all of these things. And so um, with that said, they also can be more vulnerable to Mm -hmm. certain you know, um, criticism or hurts or things like that. And so what happens is then they get around their other friends and then they become like an emotional ball of like 
pity party or just, yes. you know, we're shutting off all men or we're like, we're done. Um, where instead, spending that time to internalize the things that may have been, could have been better or taught or learned um, so that you're not feeling like I am, you know, I am all woman and I don't need somebody. I think the world has really changed to a place where like women can do the same thing men can do now. Yeah. And women have to also, you know, do all the things that men used to do. Like they are providing now for households. They are doing all of these things. And mm-hmm. it's really tough being a woman ourse- ourselves yeah. to not really um, know where your place is in the regards of like having, you know, like a man – a, a wonderful man still believes in the traditional beliefs of like wanting to take care of those things, you yeah. know, but then there's other people that then really struggle with that because women have fought so hard to be so independent. And then it's so hard to allow a man to come in because of that. So they feel like, you know, I want to be single for yeah. the rest of my life because they're used to doing it on their own. So, yeah. And I also think that, I mean, I talk about this every time I go into it pretty much every podcast, but it's because if I want one thing to be taken from it is communication. So when you are going into that relationship, make sure you still have those things. Okay. So you want to golf with the guys. I want to, I don't know, run, let's not say run. shopping, shopping. Yeah. Let's say something that sounds <laughs> enjoyable something. because running is not <laughs> in my eyes. I'm kidding. Obviously, if you like to run, go run, but <laughs> you know, make sure that you still have that time on your own. Or if you love to travel, I mean, even me myself, this is a, a great kind of even relation to me is I still travel on my own without Jeremy and we do our trips together because that's good for me that's good for my soul so don't feel like you're giving them up just feel that you're very clear on communication when you're going into these relationships or what it looks like to you so whether it means a trip a month or it means a trip every four months like just make sure you're both on the same page there and also work with a matchmaker again because then you're going to be on the same page from the get-go. Right? And then you find the love of your life and then you sail off to the sunset and there's no more doubt or questions. Which leads us into the next fact or statistic is 83.1% of women fear that they will get hurt. And this is where we talk about loving yourself and healing before getting into that next relationship. And I mean, there's always going to probably going to be some fear or an ounce of something there that makes you maybe doubt yourself or the past you've been in or, you know, whether, I mean, even emotionally, mentally, whatever you have been through, um, hurt, I mean, I would say probably, I don't actually know the statistics, but it's got to be at least 80% of most women have been hurt in some kind of relationship. Think actually, 83.1% to be particularly down to the number. <laughs> so, so, so says this uh, Frontiers in Psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and the reality of it is, is like the reason you have a fear of being hurt is because you never actually, like you said, mastered overcoming or forgiving somebody and it's better of lost and loved than never loved at all in order to get to the right person so you no longer have a fear of failure is to unfortunately kiss a couple frogs along the way that might not be your forever prince and so but it will teach you so much like as hard and as hurtful it may be it will teach you so much I mean I was just talking to a friend and she has been through a really really rough time and she was like you know what I can sit back and be glad that it happened to me because it's taught me exactly what I do want and it takes a lot to get to that point it does but 
really doing that self-reflection and self-work to make sure that you kind of don't fear that hurt. And if that person isn't for you, you just understand that it's not you, it's them, and you're going to move on to the next person. And I say this, I feel like, all the time, but, you know, people don't don't know how to do the art of starting a relationship anymore and continuing to try to figure out who knows if it's the one but I think part of not getting hurt again is which brings up to the actual next statistic is 82.1 percent say the reason they are not in a relationship because they are too picky and normally this relates to attraction or right which goes back to the whole reason of they don't want to get hurt so they've put up these walls there's barriers or these blockers now to not actually let somebody stand up to their level of their expectations and and actually start a relationship so then there's other people that sometimes they come to us all you know different ages and they really don't have a lot of relationship experience because they have also been working really hard in their career to be as successful as where they are today which is understandable like when the more time you put into that the more obviously you're going to be successful and not be distracted by a relationship but then the longer you wait in life, the more pickier you are, and then you're just nitpicking the littlest details, and you're never getting experience in a relationship that you need to be experienced in a new relationship going forward. And we say it over again, but do your needs, your non-negotiables. I just did it actually with a friend, the the same friend that I was talking about. She's like, I've just been hurt over and over and over. Do you feel like some of these are too extreme? That's what she asked me. And I was like, no, there's non-negotiables, and there's also areas for wiggle room say like areas that you can be you know your non-negotiables are of course things that have to they have to meet that criteria but then your wants are those things that you know you'd like but you do have that wiggle room so when it comes to being picky yes of course the important things like faith and you know family and things like that that's very very important and should be non-negotiables but when it comes to attraction if they are not that 100% that you are looking for what you think or is your type I mean we've gone into a podcast all just you know purely on this but if you're choosing that person on either pure attraction or something about you know just being too picky you also need to check yourself not the other person. And so if you say, you know, there's so many times I'll hear, oh, there's just not good guys in the world because they don't fit my 100 pages of things that I need. Well, no. I think you should go back and look at yourself and why you're being too picky. And- yeah, or, and, you know, obviously in our industry with, uh, you know, a lot people being christian oriented sometimes they'll say well if a guy doesn't go to church every sunday religiously then i and it's at the end of the day i can't tell you how many men we interview that are but you know they also golf maybe during that time or they don't or whatever and the point where i'm trying to make with that is like people need inviting in And so to be so judgmental that we're not supposed to be, obviously, as Christians, we're supposed to also invite individuals in. And the more men that we invite into church to go with us, I'm just saying it'll create more men in church. Because a lot of people will say, well, it's full of more women in that regard. Yeah, and it's just that that thing of going alone. No, you know, no man wants to. And we hear time after time, men just don't want to go alone. So keeping that open mind, not being too picky, because you might lose out on that. Your forever person, that person that is, you know, in your path, 
just because of the smallest thing. And you'll look back. And I think me and my sister had this conversation a few weeks back too. She's like, oh, and then, you know, you don't pick them for a silly reason. And maybe a month later, they're, you know, getting married and, well, like six months later, getting married with that perfect person. And you just think, okay, so that wasn't anything to do with maybe our, you know, we could have been there too. It's all about that timing, but also not being overly picky. We are, yeah. We do. We, and that's, we're going to do a series on bringing in some of our couples that are now happily matched and walk through their journey, which this is kind of off topic, but on topic is about being too picky. One of the couples we're bringing in, I don't know if I told you, but they basically were supposed to meet four years ago. And then we've done like four times to introduce and now they're happily in love and doing really, really well. But anyways, the point is it was all over the pickiness of looks. Well, I I think pretty much I would want to say up there that it's like 80% of our clients will be like, oh, they just, I just don't like them. Their nose isn't what I thought it was going to be. You know, how I imagine. Maybe their eyebrows weren't, their hair color. And I'm like. And those are the ones that we try to obviously deflect from because that's not God's given, like it is about the core of who somebody is and so we really try to search for individuals that are looking for the soul of who they want yes. and need in a relationship to go forward so we are totally getting off of this uh, yes. thing but um in in relevance to our last fact is the reason why women don't get into the relationships and stay single is they have different priorities 81.4 percent and this is why you need a matchmaker because we defer very and see very quickly if their aim of the game is not marriage or mm-hmm. forever with someone so that is exactly that eliminates that, that for yeah. sure and you know we ask a, we have always ask a question which is good to ask yourself or somebody else that you might know that's trying to figure this out is on a scale of one to ten how ready ten being the highest are you to begin a relationship intentionally and prioritize the time and prioritize effort and that doesn't mean like oh you know I'm I'm free on Wednesday night and Thursday night and Friday night or something like that. And then I'm not free free for three weeks. Right (laughs) because they're traveling or you have all these things going on and everything else and so I mean yes life happens but in order for a relationship to come into your life and in order for it to grow you have to really, we talked about it on the podcast, it is work. You have yeah. to move your calendar and schedule around and sometimes your friends, you know, miss you and things like that. But, you know, you have to prioritize a relationship and you also start prioritizing your friendships because the ones that love you understand and will still be there six months, nine months when you come out of your little cave of the two of you time together yeah. to be able to really grow a relationship because it is your priority. So And we'll support you no matter what. Yes. Yes. So we hope that this little study that we have dissected (laughs) and we have proven wrong to all the people out there that are like the 80-ish percent of women of why they are choosing not to get in a relationship, listen to this so that they are emotionally available, intellectually curious, and want to be in a relationship because we need more of those souls to introduce them to our clients. Yeah, and if you're a man listening to this, kind of dig into those reasons that maybe that's why they aren't a good match that they haven't done either that self work or the you know different priorities too yeah and if you're a man and you just listen to this and you wrote down all those five things next time you go to a woman you know and you're interested say are any of these things a concern to you yeah and they will be like oh my gosh like 
wow, you care or whatever. Yeah. Just like that you're diving into something that is a challenge and might be to women or ask the women in your life if this is something. Start a conversation. Talk about the things. Talk about the uncomfortable. Talk about the comfortable, whatever it is. But uh, we hope that you have found this beneficial and fun. This has actually yeah. been interesting. <laughs> we should bring some more studies in to uh, just dive into. So we hope you have a blessed day and can't wait for our next chat. Bye. Bye.